Check, check. One, two, one, two. All right. We're here. Let's take a deep breath, everyone. Together. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Hello. Welcome to episode three of Sherapy. Today's episode is um, is just going to be a solo episode. And uh, I'm not going to do multiple takes like I usually do when it's by myself. Because I always try to make it perfect and everything. But it's hard to make a 45-minute or a 30-minute episode perfect. Sometimes you just got to go with the flow. Today's my birthday. I turned 23 years old to me. Let me give a round of applause just for myself. Oh, wait, wrong one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. Thank you guys. Oh, please, stop. All right, enough clapping, guys, please, because I'm trying to have a podcast. Okay, enough. Thank you, I got it. Round of applause. All right, that's actually the last one. Please settle down, everyone. Thank you, thank you. So, we're here, and on my episode, on my birthday, I decided to make an episode because I wanted to talk about me over the last five years. Last year, I was going to put out a TikTok giving, like, my best pieces of advice for people ages 18 to 21, Um, but I didn't end up posting it, and I don't know why. I feel like I should have, but maybe it's... It's fitting, actually, because because I didn't end up posting that one, I am now 23, and I'm going to release a whole podcast <laughs> just about me and my advice that I can share with you guys. I'm just going to... There's no structure to this episode. I'm just going to talk about what I've been doing the last five years, and, uh, and I'm going to share that in hopes that someone maybe can do better <laughs> with their time, maybe. Um, but I'm going to get right into it. If you know me, um, then you know I moved back to America for Valentine's Day of 2019. That's when I moved back from Iran to America. I was born in America, but then I left and I came back. That's a whole nother story for another podcast episode. But I just want to talk about the last five years from 2019 until now, 2024. Um, so... Yeah, I came here February. I got my first car in November. I started doing DoorDash, which was, you know, it's it's pretty like a basic standard job when you're trying to like make some money on the side or whatever, or at least start saving up some money. So I lived with my mom, my brother, and I would start dashing and I would just dash. Soon after, um, yeah, just a few months after that, January of 2020 is when I officially joined Verizon. I was a Verizon sales rep. If you don't know, Verizon is a phone company here in the States. And um, it just, yeah, you sell phones and phone service to people. So I was a salesman in a store um, in one of like the higher traffic stores, actually, at the Irvine Spectrum until I later got moved to another store that was less traffic. But still, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I was at Verizon for two years, actually. 
And um, that's one thing that I want to touch on. My my biggest, one of my biggest mistakes uh, was that as soon as I got a job, which I was, I was still 18 years old when I got the job, I immediately thought, okay, I got all my shit together. I have my life figured out. Boom, time for me to move out. That was the silliest thing I could have done by far. Like I... I think about it every day and I think about how much money I could have saved had I stayed. Let me explain something to you. If you have parents that are willing to take you, not take you, but to keep you for an extended period of time, like past the age of 18 years old, then buddy, you should fucking cherish that. Okay. I'm blessed. I have Middle Eastern parents. I have Persian parents. If my parents could, they would keep me until I'm 30 years old right here in this house with them. They would keep all of us, my siblings too and everything. Just because they like having everyone together. It's a thing for them. My mom was very against me moving out. She did not want me to move out. I had to have long, long talks with my dad in order to make this work. Because I just didn't want to have... It, it's not like I was having any problems or anything. I just... I wanted to have my own space. I wanted to be my own adult. I wanted to pay my own bills. And I figured that if I got myself out of this house with my mom and my comfort zone, if I got out of my comfort zone, then I would be forced to become successful. Like I would have to do it. Like once I move out, then boom. The money's going to start rolling in. I'm going to start hustling more. I'm going to open different venues, different avenues of income streams, like just fucking this, that, this. I, I, everything would start working out as soon as I moved out. That was always my mentality. And then I moved out and I saw what the real world was like, paying bills, having to pay rent, buy your own food, buy your own groceries, start cooking for yourself. What? insane in i cannot tell you how many pastas i had how much butter and oil i probably consumed i mean that's why i i literally got to my fattest point when i moved out but we'll get to that as soon as i got to verizon january 2020 i started saving up a little bit of money and once i had a little bit of money saved up that's when I was like, all right, time to move. So in May of 2020, just a few short months after I officially got a job, I wasn't even making serious money because I, you know, it's sales at the end of the day. I was making commission. And in the beginning, I, my sales weren't as high, obviously. But I, I decided to move out anyway. And I moved in with my two best friends. And uh, that was fun while it lasted. Let me tell you something about moving in with your friends, okay? Because uh, I feel like a lot of you guys need to hear this. Because I, you know, I, I know people that are planning on moving in with their friends eventually at some point, which is great. Just realize that you're probably going to end up hating this person, just because you didn't know who they really were until you moved in with them. Like moving in with someone, you learn a lot about a motherfucker. Let me tell you, you learn everything about them. You learn like you learn a little too much, in my opinion. Too much for your own good. Too much for their own good. Some things they're meant to be private. <laughs> now, let me just say, 
I had the best time with my friends. <laughs> I gen- the way that I'm making it sound, it sounds obviously like obvi- it was like hell, but it wasn't. I had so much fun. We enjoyed our time together. And keep in mind, this was like quarantine time. This was COVID time. COVID happened in January of 2020, right? And then a few months later, I decide to become a man all of a sudden and want to go fucking move out and start paying rent for myself in the middle of a fucking pandemic? Weird, weird decision by me. I think about it all the time. It keeps me up at night, but you live and you learn. So I moved out and I lived with my best friends for like five, six months. And then I was like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I need to start. I need to live by myself. So I moved from that little house that we had rented out from this landlord, um, paying like an okay amount of rent because we were splitting it three ways, you know, to moving to a studio apartment, paying double what I was paying at my friend's place and living in this dark, tiny ass studio apartment that had no sunlight, nothing. It was just like a little box. It was a little box. And I, this box was supposed to make me millions of dollars. I was supposed to um, make sure this is loud enough. I was supposed to make my millions in this box because now I don't have any distractions. Now my friends are in here. I'm solo. And yeah, now everything's just going to fit into place. Well, you can imagine how that was not the case. I actually developed a, uh, a bit of a gambling addiction. Yes, I am throwing that word out there. Addiction. Um... Yeah, I you know, I was kind of I was kind of like considering not being like open and vulnerable on this podcast about like the bad shit, but that's the whole point of this podcast. It's to be fucking real. And I have to be honest with myself. And if I'm going to have a fucking podcast where I'm talking to people, like then I better be willing to share, you know? Um yeah, I I gambled for a little bit. That was ugly especially when you're alone gambling, like, oh my God, the saddest thing that a young man can do is sit in his room and gamble away money. Like, and and you know what the fucked up part is? It's like, it was online gambling. So it was all like online on computer, which is stupid in and of, of itself. Like the fact that kids now have that much access to blow up their bank accounts and wallets. I mean, obviously you can blow up your bank account anywhere spending money, but like you can blow by fast with gambling, like 10 times the speed. Like if you were addicted to crack, you could not blow through that much money than you can with sitting down and gambling on your computer. So I gambled for a little while, lost a shit ton. Like in the beginning, you know, you hit something. In the beginning, you win something and you're like, oh wow, maybe I can, maybe I can utilize this. Maybe this can be like a thing for me. Maybe I can make some side money from this anytime I'm low or maybe this can work. I'm honestly very glad that I got over that pretty quick, especially sports betting. I got into sports betting too. There was the online casino with like, you know, like the, the blackjack and the rubets and all that bullshit. But then there was the fucking sports betting side of it, which that got ugly because I couldn't even sit down and enjoy watching the game that I love anymore without having money on it. 
think about that. Like a game that I grew up watching, a game that I fucking have idols in. I could not even sit and enjoy watching it anymore because I was like, I don't have I don't have money on this. Why do I give a fuck? But soon, I realized like this could not go on for long. Like I, my bank account drained immediately. I had to start door dashing. Picture this. I have my own apartment. I have my job. And because my addiction got so bad, I start door dashing again. What the fuck? So now I'm working from like nine to five at Verizon and six to 10 as a DoorDash driver, trying to make up for the money that I lost. Listen, take a word of advice from this. Don't gamble. It's fucking stupid. I cannot emphasize this enough. Just don't, okay? That's one thing that I gotta get out of the way. Like even if you are gonna gamble, just, uh, I'm, I'm lucky. You know, I did it when I was young and I didn't have much to lose. Like I didn't lose like a mortgage or a house or like, you know, I lost a few thousand bucks. You know, I just nothing like insane. I lost a few thousand dollars gambling. Yeah. But now I know how fucking stupid and rigged that shit is. So I won't do it. Or if I do do it now, I bet like five, ten bucks on something. I won't go and spend like hundreds of dollars like the way I fucking used to. Like that was bad. That was bad and I was trying to get rich. I remember putting $350 on a three-way parlay. Two of the legs of the parlay were, if you don't know what a parlay is, a parlay is like when you put three different bets like of three different things to happen and all three of them have to happen in order for you to win. And because it's three different things that have to happen, obviously the payout is a lot higher than if you were to just bet on one thing but it's riskier, obviously, because you're betting on three different things to occur in order for you to win. So I did that one time. I put like $500 on something on two NBA games and an NFL game. So two basketball games, one NFL game. The two games, the two basketball games, they hit. The NFL one was supposed to be perfect, everything. And I was going to win $1,500. What the fuck do you think happened? What do you think happened? Lost five hundred dollars. That was the that was like the moment I was like, all right, no, 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 this is bad. So I stopped. But yeah, don't gamble. That's like number one thing. Oh, and my stocks. I used to do stocks. <laughs> it's funny because like I'm following like my gambling addiction with stocks. Let me tell you something. Stocks is not the same thing as gambling. A lot of people will tell you that it is. Yes, there obviously is similarities to it. But if you do your research on stocks, if you really, really sit down and you study the charts and if you study the... You can make calculated risks in stocks. You can still blow your money and lose everything, but it depends on what you're doing. Some people you know, invest for the long term. Some people, short term, they trade trying to make quick, quick, quick profits, which, um, which is what I used to do. If you remember, for those of you that don't know, I used to have an Instagram account. I can't. I used to have an... See, like right now, <laughs> it's, 
if I would have like, if I was recording myself, like just me by myself, I would restart everything just because of that one little stutter that I had right there. A tiny little stutter. But thankfully, I don't give a fuck anymore. So, what was I talking about? The gambling, and then we went to stocks. Oh, right. The stocks. I genuinely want to get back into trading. For those of you that trade, you know, like, it's an exhilarating feeling, honestly. Um, similar to fucking gambling, which is maybe why I liked trading stocks. But I want to get back into it. The only reason that I stopped trading, for those of you that always ask me, why did you stop trading in the stock market, Sean? Why did you stop posting videos about the stock market? The only reason I stopped was because I moved out of my mom's and I needed to I needed to use that money that I had in my trading account, which was not much. It was just like a few grand. I needed to use that money in order to pay for furniture, for my apartment rent, for everything. You know, everything that goes into the cost of getting a new place for yourself and getting settled. I needed to do all that. So I had to put a pause on my trading, which also I regret. If I would have kept going with that, ugh, what an, ama- uh, what an amazing journey that would have been. So, I'm living with my friends, which was May of 2020, and then I move out, and then I get my own apartment, and then I meet this girl. And, um, you know, we really hit it off, everything was great, and then we decide that we want to become roommates together. So, I was roommates with this girl, who will remain nameless for now, for about a year. That year really taught me a lot that was i you know i think i was at my lowest that year and i feel like she would say the same thing as well like physically mentally oh and another thing that i'm going to open up about i started smoking weed heavily (gasps) shocker yeah (laughs) i know to some of you guys that's like old news but um, I tried to, I, I tried to keep all my smoking stuff low key and off the gram, um, just out of respect for the fact that, you know, I have family and stuff always like alcohol, smoking, everything, like anything to incriminate my image in front of my family members, I would not post out there. But again, we're at a point right now where I'm 23, man, like, <laughs> Like, you can chill, okay? (laughs) If you don't like to hear it, that's fine. Bye. But this is me. This is the reality of me. I picked up smoking weed. And for someone like me that... (laughs) That likes to laugh, that likes to talk, that likes to chill with friends, like, it's the perfect thing for me. Like, it fits the description, honestly. Um, but it took a big, big toll in my life. I started smoking like a lot, to be honest. Um, like an amount that you shouldn't be every day. It was every day. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I a sugar? It was every day I was smoking and, um, I was getting huge as well. I was at my peak. I weighed 202 pounds to be exact. I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't eating good. I would literally go to Taco Bell at like fucking 
three o'clock in the morning and get myself a chicken quesadilla with like four or five sauce packets. I'm sorry, not four or five different, four or five different flavors, but each one I would get like four or five. I would have like 20 sauce packets in my fucking car. And I had this little table that you can set up on your steering wheel. And I would sit down and I wouldn't even go home. I would just sit down in my car in the parking lot, have my Taco Bell, and watch my phone. That was me. It was it was ridiculously toxic, the lifestyle that I was living. And um, eventually that girl, she moved out like a month before I at least even ended because um, it was just too much. We were just dealing with a lot at that point. Maybe I'll make a whole episode about that at another time because that year was chaotic, but... Um, yeah, I would come, I, I, I was still working at Verizon and I would literally like, just, just picture this lifestyle. You know, you wake up tired as fuck, you know, everything just, your head is like, not banging, but you can tell it's not clear. It's foggy a little bit still. You go to work, you know, you clock in. My work was like literally two minutes away from my apartment to the apartment that I had with this girl, which was perfect for me because I could, <laughs> I could do anything I fucking wanted. I had too much freedom, honestly. I would take 45 minute break, an hour break. I would, <sighs> I would smoke weed sometimes, which before work, smoking weed is probably not the best choice you can make even though now for some reason now it's legal in california to do so not like it was illegal back then but it's you know it's just not a good look but i i kept my shit together most of the time not most of the time all the time dude like i was <laughs> when i look back at that period of my life i would smoke and then go to work and then for lunch i would come back home watch an episode of the office and then head back into work and then after work i would come back home smoke some more play some video games and um, my roommate would come back we'd make some dinner we'd watch a movie or something smoke a little more and then straight to bed the next day like don't get me wrong it was fun while it lasted but that kind of shit doesn't last long and you can't you can't sustain your life like that. It's not good. Especially like your brain, like you're slowing your brain development down. I feel like, especially when you're that age and your brain hasn't fully developed yet. Like smoking every day is not good. It's really not good. And, um, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical expert whatsoever but i know one thing and it's that smoking weed every single day cannot be good for you it just can't especially as a young guy as a young adult like you are literally putting a cap on your potential here's what i think i think 
that marijuana, because everyone knows, like, marijuana was just recently legalized in the United States, like, within the last couple of years, last few years. I think that, and this is just a theory, obviously, I'm just throwing this out there, I think that they legalized marijuana to keep people content. Because when you're smoking, and I know this firsthand, obviously, you don't give a fuck about anything, you know? Like, there can be all these problems around you. Your family could be having problems. You got no money in the bank account. Your girl hates you. You got no friends, whatever. But as soon as you hit that fucking blunt, as soon as you hit that joint, it's like, who gives a shit? I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm alive. And I'm happy. <laughs> It's funny because the way I'm making it sound, it sounds like the most wonderful thing. <laughs> no, listen, I, I have a. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's just, it's not good. It's not good. I'm not high right now. I hope you guys are like. I hope no one thinks like I'm high or something right now. I'm just laughing because like. <laughs> whatever man like everything in moderation that's all i'm fucking saying i'm not saying don't smoke pot like if you if, if that's your thing like people drink right like people go out to bars and they drink and they go to clubs and whatever they do coke and all that like if you want to smoke a little weed go ahead smoke a little weed but don't let it consume you that's all i'm saying man everything in moderation why why are you why are you smoking weed even bro like i watched this video that really fucking hit me it was like this rapper or something and he was just saying like you know there are people right now watching this video and they're smoking or they're high as hell bro why are you high as hell you got shit to do and that's so accurate like you smoke when you know you can chill when it's time to relax but me? Us? It's not time to fucking relax. It's time to get at it, man. Like, I'm not, at a, I'm not retired. I'm not a 40-year-old dad with seven kids that has to work three jobs. No, I'm a 20-something-year-old living with my mom. Like, right now is not the time to be fucking around and relaxing. Now is the time to get to work. Anyways, geez, got me all riled up here. <sighs> I have this talk with myself, by the way, like all the time. I just hope you know that. So let me tell you, I, um, I lived with a girl for a year. So in total, like my whole moving out thing, six months with my friends, six months by myself, and then a year with this girl, Two years. Two years I lived outside. And um, I saved up no money that whole time. I didn't save a single penny. Like, I, 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 I had less when I came back home than when I did when I left. If you want me to be honest with you. I'm just, I'm, I want to be truthful here. Like, that's... That's how it was for me. 
I didn't make any big money moves. I didn't do any fucking company. Fuck all that. No, I did not. I was being lazy and I was just having fun. When I moved out with uh, of that one apartment that I had, and um, I finally decided like, okay, now it's time to move back in with my mom. So... 2022 now we're fast forwarding to 2022 2022 january is when i quit my job at verizon it had been two years there was no room for growth and um, i needed a change of scenery i knew i couldn't keep selling phones forever so i had to get out and as soon as i did get out i uh i realized you know now that i have no money coming in i have to move back home so that's what I did. I moved back home January or February. Yeah, January of 2022. Same month that I quit my job, I also moved back in with my mom. Now I'm blessed. I'm lucky to be able to say that I, I had someone that I could fall back onto, which was my mother. And obviously my brother was still here. And he would make fun of me all the time. You know, he's like mocking me for going out and moving out and everything and now coming back home which is fine i mean he's my brother like it's his job to make fun of me all the time so i lived with it (laughs) he said some funny shit though like i can't even lie (laughs) some of it was pretty fucking funny but um yeah i moved back in and that's when i was like all right it's time for me to change it up and get into real estate. Now, mind you, I always wanted to get into real estate, but I wanted to be a real estate investor, not an agent. I'm glad that we're coming onto the real estate topic because I get asked this question all the time. I, I still have my Instagram post on my page about my real estate announcement, even though I don't practice real estate anymore once i came back to my mom's house january 2022 i was like all right i gotta do this this is my path i need to find something i I started panicking a little bit honestly because i was like what what am i doing with my life like what the fuck is going on here (laughs) like yeah it was cool like i was 20 i was 19 20 21 but now i'm like 22 like i gotta get my shit together like what the hell is going on so uh, i start studying for my license and um that was around the same time that i was also i got into a relationship which was good i was pretty happy because you know i had it was funny actually (laughs) the exact same day the exact same day that i got my real estate license was the day that i asked that girl to become my girlfriend as well exact same day because i wanted to <laughs> i was gonna say i wanted to kill two birds with one stone but that's not i, I don't know what, what i don't know what i was waiting for like that girl like i knew i was gonna date her for a while but um i didn't know when and i was like you know what let's just wait and make it like this special day where like i get two good news at once so i got my real estate license new girlfriend new license new job new career new shy on boom let's go 
This is how I was feeling. That's how I was feeling. That's literally how I, that sound right there describes how I was feeling at the time. Um, and then I start to work <laughs> as a real estate agent. Now, let me tell you, there's nothing, I have nothing against people that work in the real estate industry as a whole. It's a, it's a money-making industry. No doubt about it. Like, if you talk to any basic investor, basic entrepreneur, if you talk to any anyone really like any ba- any normal human with some common fucking sense knows that real estate is a great investment. It's great no matter what. It's it's what even if you don't have a property, you could still invest in real estate bonds and stocks that are driven by real estate funds like it, you don't necessarily have to buy a house in order to call yourself an investor, but it's good to have your hand in the real estate industry no matter what industry you are. Like even if you work as a computer technician, you should have some equity. Some of your portfolio, your investment portfolio should be diversified into real estate. Like that's just basic common knowledge. And I always knew that. I always knew that the rich use real estate in order to get richer. And I thought, okay, what's the best way for me to get into this industry, to break into this industry? So what did I do? I became an agent. And from there, I wanted to eventually, you know, go up the ranks or whatever, whatever that means in real estate, and then eventually become an investor. But let me tell you what happened. I saw that the business of real estate, the actual work of real estate, it's nothing but really asking people for business. That's it. When I was at Verizon selling phones, I thought to myself, okay, I need to take this one next step. What should I do? What's one, one thing after selling phones? Cars? Well, I didn't want to become a car salesman. Although I probably should have because they make fucking bank car salesmen. So what's after cars? I was like, let's go sell houses. But selling houses is very different than selling phones or even selling cars for that matter. Because you're dealing with the biggest financial decision of someone's life, potentially. Potentially. For most people, it is the biggest financial decision of their entire lives. It's that house that they're going to buy. And in this day and age, in this market, with inflation the way that it is, with the rates, people were not as eager to buy or sell as they were a few years ago. So I found myself calling people every day, 150 dials every single day. I was doing cold calls. And I would find myself like, obviously, you know, you, you, hear, you hear like the no's all the time. People say no. Like I would give my pitch. You know, we have a whole pitch that's written down in front of us and whatever. And you can, you know, shape it to your own, your own form so that it, it sounds like you and it's your version of the pitch. But everyone just fucking says no. They're just like, nope, click, nope, click, hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up. Some people, they hear you for like five seconds and then you're like, maybe they're listening to some. Actually, no. Some people, you would give your whole pitch and it would sound great. And then you, you're waiting for a response and you realize they already fucking hung up. <laughs> like they hung up on you like 10 minutes ago, actually. Well, I mean, it's not 10 minutes, but you get the point. 
So instead, what would happen? Instead of me, th- this is what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to call, are you interested in this? No. Okay. Are you interested in that? No. Okay. Can I follow up with you later? Okay. Bye-bye. That's what I was supposed to do. And like the whole game of real estate is follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. But I would find myself sitting and having 30 minute conversations with people that I was supposed to be cold calling. I would find myself talking to an old man and him telling me about how his wife just passed away and the woman that he truly wanted to be with in life, her husband passed away in the same week as his wife. So now they're together and they live in the same house that his now dead wife used to live in. And he's telling me about how this girl that he's with right now is the one that he truly loved. And he, he's like crying to me over the phone because he says he loved his original wife. He loved her to death. But now he's with the one person that he truly loves. He never cheated, never did anything. I sat on the phone with that guy for 30 minutes. 40, we, we were both in tears by the end of the fucking phone call. I swear to God. And he was like, he was like inviting me over to his house to come on his boat. He's like, I have a boat and I live on a lake because he, he lived like right on, um, on this lake, like this man-made lake here. I think all lakes are man-made. Maybe not, whatever. And he's like, I want you to come by sometime. I'm like, of course I will. I never did. And I never followed up with him, even though he asked me to follow up. But so many times I would have these type of conversations with people over the phone. Where like right in the beginning, I found out that they don't have any real estate needs but we would just start talking about life. I'm sitting and I'm laughing with people, having great conversation when I'm supposed to be selling and I'm supposed to be, you know, cold calling another hundred people. I just, I honestly just love talking to people. Even like in the office, like, cause we had like our own little like cubicle type of thing. And, uh, I had a coworker who was sitting right next to me who I would, I feel bad honestly because I feel like I would bother her, but she was so nice. Like we had a little like basketball hoop set up in our office too. Like one of those like mini ones, like the mini hoops. And we would start playing like for $5 or for like a Starbucks or like for a boba or something. I would bother her and be like, Hey, want to go play? We would just go start playing. And then she would tell me about like her school and her deals that she has going on. And then I would talk to my other coworker who has a kid and she would tell me all about how this kid is like causing so much chaos in the house and how sometimes she feels stressed, but at the same time, she's so happy because her kid is healthy and is smiling and is good. But it's difficult for her because she's now a real estate agent and trying to do the whole mom thing as well. Like it's, and I was in, I was interested. I wanted to hear about these things. Even my main broker, like the guy, the guy that I worked for, essentially the guy that was our leader. I could listen to that guy talk for fucking hours, like hours. He talks with so much enthusiasm 
talks with so much like demand and power that honestly i just wanted to talk to him like i just wanted to talk to the guy i didn't even like he would say like hit the phones hit the phones i was just trying to have a chat with him like i i would ask him about his kids and stuff because he was also persian and um i learned a lot from him he was honestly like a really he was a really he had a character he was a character that um you can easily mesh with because he knows how to talk to people the guy just oozes like charisma and uh just easy easy to talk to so but the difference between me and him was that you know he went in for the kill he went in on these phone calls looking for a sale and he did sell like that guy could fucking sell anything to anyone and they would buy it from him easy because he just knows how to sell me on the other hand i um <laughs> i wouldn't say i'm the best salesman i would say that i'm i'm more of a talker like i'll 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 talk to you and i'll listen to you but i i hate how like at the end of these cold calls at the end of these things like i would have to ask again if they needed business or something it just it, it seemed ingenuine it seemed it seemed like i was having this whole conversation with someone just so that i can get something out of them and that's like that sucks because i've been on the receiving end of that like when someone just is talking to you just so that they can get something out of you and um it's not fun honestly so you know you you want to believe that the person that you're talking to is actually interested in what you have to say and when you're in sales you know you have to the fact of the matter is is that sometimes you have to act like you give a shit about something that you really don't like that's sales and i didn't want to be that guy anymore i didn't i did not sell one house not a single home to anyone and what's funny is like i had a few leads obviously you know you call so many people statistically someone is going to say yes like you call a thousand people someone is bound to say yes right and they did eventually but i never followed up with them i never did it like i i, I and i could have but i just i didn't because I felt like they're making the biggest decision of their lives. Like, who am I to help this motherfucker out? Like, who am I to help this this person that has saved up all this money for their lives and they're not, they're not trying to buy a home for themselves or for their families and they want my help to get them situated? Like, I, I just couldn't believe it sometimes. Maybe I let the pressure get to me. Maybe I didn't believe in myself. That whole industry, like, and you're supposed to be networking a lot of the time, right? Like, that's a big, big deal. Because how do you really, how, do you, how are you successful in real estate? You got to have leads. How do you get leads? You start talking to people. You start to network. So one time I went to this networking event. Let me tell you something. 
a networking event is like a cult. It's it's scary, honestly, going in there. And um, don't expect to make any friends, really. Like, you'll meet some people, you know, some associates, some colleagues, maybe. But it's just so funny, like, seeing, like, these people, like, all trying to get something either out of you or sell something to you. It's It's so... It was like the rat race. And everyone's like on full display trying to show them trying to show their unique quality, their unique business. And don't get me wrong, I have the ultimate respect for people that are trying to put their name out there. But these networking events were not for me. No. Like I I went to one and I started talking to a few people. And they were nice. Everyone's nice to you obviously. But then, <laughs> but then you see these like arrogance looking like just douchebags. You know a douchebag when you see one. Like I had the douchebag look, me myself as a real estate agent, like when I was just starting off, like the hair and the clothes and um just the energy, like it was douchebag energy. And I didn't want to be a part of it. I did not like it. You know, in, in phone sales, when you're selling phones at Verizon, people come to you. You're not cold calling people in order to get business from them. Like no one's going to answer a cold call from a fucking Verizon sales rep to come in and get a new iPhone. Okay? It's not going to happen. But for houses, you got to be on the hunt. They wanted me to door knock. Door knock. Can you fucking believe that in this day and age, going and knocking on someone's house and asking them, hey, um, nice house you got here. Think about selling it anytime soon? Shotgun right to the face if I come up to your door and I ever say that. Please, just end me right there. End me right there. I'm begging you. I couldn't do it, man. It wasn't for me. So I got out of it after a year. I still have my, my, my license is still active and everything. I just don't practice real estate as of right now. So yeah, that's, um, and then I started this podcast. <laughs> I started this podcast like a couple months. I mean, yeah, so I, 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 t- I stopped real estate practicing and then I, um, I got into this. I actually do think like this is like my calling, honestly. I'm pretty confident in it. I just, I know I have to be consistent with it and uh, I'll do just fine. All right. We're coming in on 46. Jesus Christ, dude. How does one yap for 46 minutes nonstop? All right. I have some, I have six tips. These are the six tips that I wanted to give last year, but I didn't because um, I was lazy. And now I'm going to let the whole world know my six tips um, because I'm 23 now and I've been in America now, I've been back in America now for half a decade and I feel like I've learned a lot. And if you're an 18 year old or you're a 19 year old or even a 20 year old watching this, then listen to some of these things. Maybe you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. 
you know so you learn quicker and you can take advantage and uh and get off to a right start in your young adult life because you know you're you're in a, you're gonna be an adult pretty soon i mean i don't know if you're technically in, in america you're an adult at 18 or 21 i think you're a fully formed adult at 21 that's when you should be considered like an adult adult because those are like that that 21 like officially when you're legal to do like anything like you can do anything and then you choose to do the right thing that's adulthood right there so let me give you some some tips on how to start your young adulthood right (coughs) can i drink some water guys is that okay with everyone yeah is the audience okay guys can i please drink some wait thank you thank you i'll drink some water all right so my number one piece of advice and this is not like in order but like my first piece of advice you could say not the number one is don't get too caught up in a relationship now hear me out i know i know i know um there's a lot of you guys that think that you guys are going to find the love of your life or think that you have found the love of your life at 18 19 20 let me just you know make this crystal clear for you sweetheart it's not the case okay reality check that person is not going to be in your life forever or at least that relationship is not going to last forever like i mean i want to give statistics but like it's literally like i've had so many friends that date someone that they genuinely think that they're going to marry each other eventually one at one day and then they break up and it's like they don't even consider each other real people anymore it's like they don't even exist to each other anymore okay now i'm not saying don't get into a relationship if you find someone that you truly love and they love you then by all means go ahead but i don't want you to put your full mental mental capacity your mental status all on one girl don't be fully dependent on one girl and if it's the same if you're a girl don't put all your energy and focus into one guy okay like sometimes you get too caught up in a relationship and you forget about your own goals and when you're at that age you need to be focusing on you more than anything not another person that's the time for you to grow it's time for you to have fun. It's a time for you to experience things. And you can still have fun and experience things with a, with a partner. If you're in a healthy relationship that you guys both know like this is healthy and you're not bullshitting each other and you guys are honest with each other, then by all means, keep it going. But I know most people, like fucking 56% of marriages, marriages end in a divorce. You think your relationship at 20 is going to last forever? Wake up. Wake the fuck up, okay? You have far more important things to focus on than a relationship right now at this age. Again, I'm only speaking to like the young, young people, like 18 to 21, 18 to 23. Like, I mean, mainly 18 to 21 because those are your prime years. Those are your years of experience and living life to the fullest, trying things out, whatever. 
So when you're limited by, not limited, but when you only have one person to focus on, sometimes you get distracted from the main goal, which is to build yourself or to experience yourself, to experience other things, you know? I do, however, believe that if you're not too caught up in a relationship, you shouldn't be too caught up in a relationship. I do believe, however, that you should have opposite gender friends. That is so important. Like, I cannot fathom just how crucial that is for you guys. Like, if you're a guy, you need to have friends that are girls like, and that you don't look at them sexually or whatever. You just consider them friends, just friends. And if you're a girl, you should have friends that are guys. And a lot of people look at me funny when I tell them that. I'm like, they're like, yeah, Shine, but you know how it is with guys. And that. Dude, the fuck? What do you mean? No, I don't know how it is. Can you not, do you have to fuck someone? Like, is that how it works? Like, can you guys just not be friends? Is that not possible? I, the reason I say this is because like, it's important to have both perspectives. The fact that one of my best friends was a girl, actually a few of my best friends are girls, is a blessing to me. I have this newfound respect. Like, Guys that don't have friends that are girls, you can always fucking tell. You can always tell the difference between that guy and the girl that do- and the guy that does have friends that are girls. Because I've seen guys that that have no girlfriends, they like talk to girls and it's it's like a fucking it's like they're trying to crack a code or something. It's like they're trying to It's like they don't know what to say. They don't know what to say. Or if they do say something, they're too <laughs> they're too bold with it. Or if they see that the girl is just being nice with them and offering them some conversation, they think like, oh, this is my time to get it in or is my time to fucking hit it out the park. Bro, chill. Have some female counterparts. As a female, you should have male counterparts. It's simple. Like, just having that perspective, it's... Not only, in my opinion, is it necessary for a guy or for a girl to have that perspective, it's a sense of respect as well. Because you're seeing things, like my one of my best friends, she would offer this new perspective to me every time I talked to her. Every time. There were times that we would sit and talk for like four or five hours on end. Four or five hours. We would talk about this and that and this. And not always just talks. We would argue too. We would argue, we would debate about certain topics because she felt a certain way about this and I felt a certain way about that. But at the end of the conversation, I always learned something. Always. I always got something out of the conversation. Something new that I didn't grasp before. And there are certain things that I will never understand fully. Because I'm not a girl. There are things that I might never fully understand. And there are things that I say to her that she's like, what the fuck? And she will never understand. But it's important to have that conversation. That's all I'm saying. It's important to see the other person's perspective, other person's point of fucking view. So crucial. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to say that I have had like 
some of the smartest, like genuinely, genuinely, some of the smartest girls to call friends. Like they, and even guys too. Like I, like my guy friends, I can go on for days about. Like my brothers, they know who they are and um, I'm with them until the very end. I'm appreciative of both my brothers and my sisters. I call them my sisters, honestly. Because we're like a family. And I value their advice. Dude, sometimes, <laughs> this is like a whole thing on itself, but sometimes getting advice from a girl is better than getting advice from a guy. Only some guys know this, though. Because a girl, they, they will understand you more. They will, what's the right term for it? Especially a friend that's a girl they will allow you to be vulnerable in front of them. And I'm talking about a girl, there's a whole debate on whether or not you should be vulnerable in front of your girl, but I'm not talking about your girl. I'm talking about a girl. I'm talking about a friend that's a girl. Like they will give you a different perspective that you can't get from your boys, you know? It's very simple. So yeah, if you, um, that's my second piece of advice, or no, I'm sorry, that's my first, <laughs> Jesus, I gotta get through this advice thing, man. Um, yeah, have, if you're a guy, have friends that are girls, and if you're a girl, have friends that are guys. Know the boundaries, obviously. Know the boundaries, respect it. Don't get too caught up in a relationship, and, um, you know, treat people with respect. Respect their perspective, and listen to what they have to say, because maybe you can learn something. You never know when and where you will learn something new. That's my first piece of advice. Second piece of advice is drugs and alcohol are always going to be there. Always. But everything in moderation. This is the most, like I cannot stress this enough because I have friends that like, you know, I grew up with and like we would go to parties, we would drink and stuff, but some of them never outgrew that. Some of them still like do it all the fucking time. Like it's their whole only thing. And it's, it, got, it, got, it got very tiring for me at one point. To each their own. Everyone has their own thing. But if you're a young guy, like don't just drink away all your nights or smoke away all your nights. And then you just say like, you know, it was for the fun of it or whatever. You're not even going to fucking remember what happened don't act like you're doing it for the memories you won't even remember <laughs> you your brain will not even allow you to remember your brain probably doesn't already probably doesn't remember so many of those nights that were supposed to be memories or fun and getting fucked up like you probably don't remember half the shit that happened do you let's be real here let's be fucking real here for a second everything in moderation just don't abuse it i'm not saying don't i'm not like the and I'm, I'm, you're looking at exhibit A of someone that abused it. I'm telling you from experience, your brain, your brain will thank you if you slow down a bit, okay? You don't always have to be a fucking <laughs> animal. All right, that's my second piece of advice. Everything in moderation. Third, save some money, okay? I, and I, I get it. Like that, this is kind of against what most people say on the internet. It's like 
Go spend, go enjoy yourself, the experience. You will make money back, but you will never get this time back. Okay, buddy. Let me <laughs> let me stop you right there, okay? Because um, a lot of you people, they, they just want to go spend money on bullshit. Like if you're going and you're, if you go into a bar, if you go to Saturday night, you go to a bar, you drink with your friends, you spend $100, whatever, you go out to get something to eat, whatever, $100 total night you spend or $200, whatever. The next, if that's if that's your Saturday night, and then the next week again Saturday night, you want to go, and then your friends, and then you tell your friends like, hey man, like I'm, I'm just not feeling this, like I don't want to do this shit, like, and then your friends tell you, come on, bro, you're only young once, like do it for the experience, do it for the fun, and all this bullshit. You look at your friends in their fucking face and you tell them this. You say, hey, I don't want to join. Thank you though. Have fun and be safe. That's what you tell them. Okay. But if your friend comes to you and you guys just uh, had a Saturday night out and then the next weekend your friend comes to you and says, hey, dude, let's go, um, let's go hiking today or let's go by the beach today or let's go, let's go try this new place that I found on Instagram, this food place, this restaurant. I want to go and try it out. Let's go try that out. Now you're fucking talking. Now you're talking. Save money for things that really matter. Not this bullshit that you won't remember. Go save your money for real experiences. Okay? And don't tell me your fucking weekly club visit is a great experience every single time. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But it wasn't different than the last one and the last one and the last one and the last one and the last one. Switch it up a little bit. Okay? Um, save some money. Don't just spend it on everything for the experience and start investing little by little. Oh yeah. This is part of this third piece of advice. Start investing, please. I have a very little investment fund that I have on the side, whether it be crypto, whether it be stocks, bonds. I mean, just invest in something. If it's hard for you, you can reach out to me personally. I will send you a course. Just kidding, everyone. Relax, relax. Um, it's listen. It's not hard. If it's if it's really that hard for you, all you have to really do is just Google like how to start investing, and it'll tell you. It's easier now than it ever has been. You can literally have an app on your phone that's investing money for you, and you know you just check on it daily. Like it's not like you're investing big big bucks, but you start little by little, and it compounds over time. Okay, you put it into a standard S&P 500 index fund, that itself will grow at a rate of 8 to 12% per year. And that alone will take care of so many things. You can obviously play around more and start investing into individual stocks too, but that's up to you. You have to do your own research and then invest. But, you know, most stocks, let me just, I'll, I'll sum it up for you. Most stocks in America, they go this way, up. <laughs> they go up. Okay, at least the big, big companies do. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. Amazon, Apple, Google, like, like let me ask you something. Do you think that Apple is going to go bankrupt within the next 50 years? I didn't think so either. So go ahead, put your money in some Apple. Or if you just put it in the index fund, it's like you're putting your money pretty much in all of the stocks, all of the best stocks together at one time. So start doing it, man. It's, it's simple. Or actually there's this app 
and this is not like a sponsor or anything, obviously, but there's this app called Acorns that you connect your bank account to and it will automatically invest like spare change in your bank account or whatever for you into the into the stock market and you don't even have to choose what stocks or anything like it'll do it all for you automatically and then one day you open up your app and you see oh wow hey i have like 700 dollars in here that i didn't even know about because it's just taking money from you little by little weekly so definitely when you're young i cannot stress this enough when you're young ladies and gentlemen start investing your future self will thank you it's a great habit to build and just do it like automatically. Don't do it like, do it to where like you don't have to even think about it, that it automatically gets deducted from your bank account. You can set that up too, by the way. Just Google all the shit that I'm telling you. All right. Um, so that was three. Save some money, start investing. Four, try a bunch of new things. Okay. Let me get crisscross applesauce for this. You should try things. I obviously did say save money, but remember, I said save money for the experiences, for the real experiences. Like if you're gonna go on vacation or something, that's a great idea. I wish I had gone on more vacations in the last few years than I really did. I really didn't go anywhere. I really didn't go to too many places. But you should start trying new things because now is the time to experience and not play it safe. That's the biggest thing I can tell you. Right now, like, now while you're young, if you're 18 to something years old, you don't have anything to lose, okay? Like, especially in terms of like money, like, <laughs> I mean, most 18 year olds, they don't have $2,000 or $1,000 saved up, you know? So if you, if you have a little bit of money, you should use it to experience new things, try new things. And when I say try new things, I don't just mean going on vacation or going skydiving. Like, that's fantastic. But try new business ventures. And what I mean by that is, if you like music, try making music. See how that goes. If you like to act, why not? Try acting. If you like sales, go work at a car dealership or something like now is the time for you to experiment things a lot of people that i know in that age group or at least most of the people that i know are in school right now and that's totally fine and i know school takes up a lot of time but you can prioritize you can schedule your time in a way to where school doesn't take up a hundred percent of your time okay and we both know you have like between all the scrolling that you do on your phone all the pointless things that you're watching on YouTube, you know damn well that you can prioritize, set some time aside to try a new venture. You absolutely can. No excuses. Come on. Even if it's like working out, like if, you're, if you've never worked out before and you want to try to go working out or going for runs or biking or anything, it can literally be anything, but now is not the time to play it safe. It's the time for risk. It's a time to try new things because the repercussions now are not as serious if you're older than if you're older. Like if you're like 35, 40, 50, like you can't fucking do, and if you, if like, if you have a family and shit especially, like 
it gets more difficult as time goes on. So if you're saying now you don't have the time for it, buckle up, buddy. Buckle up. Just wait until a few years. You're really not going to have the time anymore. So use your time to try new things because you got nothing much to lose. All right. That's tip number four. Try a bunch of things. Okay. Number five. Distinguish your inner circle from your outer circle. Have good friends. Now, this is like one of the most crucial. I'm very blessed to say that I have a decent amount of friends. I would I would consider it a decent amount. Some say it's small. Some say it's big. But I say it's a good amount. But of those friends that I have, there's only a handful that I consider like my family. Like my family. There's only a a select few of them that have even seen my family. Like if you have seen my family, then you're pretty much in the circle. Or at least, I mean, maybe... I mean, I, I, I take a big... That's a big thing for me. Like bringing someone over to my house and showing them to my family, I think that's a very big deal. You can have a lot of friends. You can have like a million friends with you. You can know a million people. But just know the inner circle, your close ones from your outer circle. That's so, so crucial. Be nice to everyone. Be respectful to everyone. But know your inner circle. So crucial. And if you don't have an inner circle then fucking get one, okay? And your inner circle doesn't have to be 10 people or five people even. It can just be one guy or two guys. If you're a girl, one or two girls, you know? Or one guy, one girl. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't... Just have someone that um, you can call a good friend. I'm very, very blessed and I'm honored to say that I have some friends that I know if I call them and something is down or something's not good right now, they will help me. I'm blessed to say that I have some brothers and I have some sisters. And you should find some too. It's funny because right now in America, like a statistic came out that like men are like the loneliest that they ever have been in years. Which is crazy to me because I think like, just go get a friend. But I know it's not that easy. And I know people sometimes struggle with something like that. Maybe I'll make another episode talking about like, you know, social things. How to make more friends or whatever. I've never had trouble making friends, honestly. I have a trouble with just the follow-up, honestly. Like, that's not my strongest suit. But I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. So that's my fourth piece of advice oh sorry that was my fifth piece of advice distinguish your inner circle from your outer circle have good good friends friends that you can call family okay and my last last piece of advice is be active i mean listen you're young be active i'm 23 and i just went and i played soccer last weekend with my friends and I was out of breath after like 30 to 45 minutes. 
we were supposed to play like an hour an hour no an hour and a half we were supposed to play an hour and a half i used to play an hour and a half and beg to play for another 20 to 30 minutes like you could not get me off the field now i'm getting exhausted do you understand like i'm 23 motherfucker i'm supposed to be like prime like if i was in the nba right now i should have like a ring pretty much like this is these are my best years i would be taken care of if i was in the nba right now like this is like that time so take care of your body that's the biggest thing i just wanted to say it's like take care of your health it's so important like get outside get some sun go for walks go for a run that was an accidental rhyme i'm just having some fun I am a rapper in an alternate universe, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Be active, man. Like, you're young. Take care of your lungs. I mean, take care of your health. If it's the gym, go to the gym. If it's playing basketball, go play some basketball. Like, I, the, the, mo- the only thing that has been consistent in my life for the last, like, two, three years is the gym. Like, that's the only thing that I have really, like, I can truly pat myself on the back and be proud of myself for is my gym going. Because I fucking, like, I, I am consistent with that shit. Monday through Friday, every morning, you will find me at the gym. Saturday and Sunday are rest days. But Monday through Friday, I will see you there. That's, like, the one thing that I'm so proud that I'm consistent with because it it it's like a it's a men, it's more more than just me wanting to obviously I go in I want to look good right like don't bullshit yourself people say oh yeah the health you know the yeah I want to be healthy no shit but I also want to look good I want to look shredded you could say but more than that it's like a therapy for me I swear going to the gym it's like actual therapy and i always go alone i never go with people i've been asked to go with people i never go because i'm telling you like the gym is like my therapy session like it's literally like my zone sometimes i go in there i literally don't open my lips one time throughout a two-hour workout and then i walk out so peaceful airpods in the entire time just listening to my music doing my workout And then I finish and I go home. So whatever that is for you, that activity, whether it it doesn't have to be the gym, you know, gym is great. If you do the gym, kudos to you. But if you do other things too, just get a sweat in. That's something that I get a little bit of a sweat in, you know? I see people that are like 80 years old in the gym right now, struggling to walk up a step struggling to walk up the stairs and i think to myself like damn you know like i, I really take this shit for granted like this little these little things we really do take some of these things for granted like how fat I, I go double step up these stairs and she's struggling to get up this one step you know it, it really puts into perspective like our bodies we got to take care of them you know we only have one body. This is this is our fucking temple, this body. 
so let's just take take some care of it that's all take care of it be active there will soon be a time where you cannot be active so be active now what else i mean i'm so happy right now because i've been wanting to do this i've been wanting to share some thoughts that i had on my mind for a while and um I'm sorry to everyone. It took an hour and 15 minutes for me to get it off my chest, but yeah. That's the last five years for me. And um, I was wa- I was looking at my, because you have to you know renew your driver's license every five years here. So I was looking at my old driver's license picture. Like when I, I took it, like when I was 18. And now I'm 23. Maybe I'll show you guys a picture or something. But I look so young. And I, <laughs> I know, that's crazy to think. Like, I'm, I'm only 23, okay? I, I'm, I'm not like a senior citizen, but time flies. Time really flies, guys. I remember taking that picture in the fucking DMV. Thinking like, okay, these next five years are mine. And now I'm here on a podcast (laughs) it's just crazy how the world works it's very interesting I I didn't know I'd be here but we're here these next five years though from 23 to 28 Jesus Christ better get my head in the game all right that's it for my 23rd birthday guys i'm 23 it's crazy 23 like 21 22 you know it's like okay it's nothing you're a kid still but 23 it's like it's like the death of your early 20s you are now in the mid fucking 20s that's where you're at (laughs) no more fucking around bro (laughs) crazy all right ladies and gents i think i'm I think I'm going to call it right here. Yeah. Thank you guys for sitting and listening to, uh, to me talk for an hour and almost 20 minutes now. Jeez. Let me get out of here. That's episode three of Sherapy. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you learned something. Take care guys. Bye-bye. Oh yeah. And, uh, I was going to say what I have planned for the next five years, but it's really just like, <laughs> you'll see. Take care guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>